those who say that beneath your feet is a shadow world and that shadow world is inhabited by demons that are preparing for the great deception that's coming on this earth. It is said that JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, was told about this shadow world and that he in turn was going to make it public to the world that he would no longer allow the cover-up to continue. Do you know what happened to him? They blew his head off. I'm your host, Michael Witt, alongside my co-host, Billy Ray Parrish. Bill, good to have you here on uh, this next edition of Deceit of a Nation. How are you? Good, Boom. How are yourself? I'm doing pretty good, and uh, we want to welcome each and every one of you to our podcast. And uh, we want to do a little bit of um, mandatory uh, house cleaning here. Uh, make sure you visit our webpage, uh, www.godsgospelministry.com. Uh, that is our ministry page uh, where Bobby Lynn and uh, myself and Bill and Bobby's wife, Stephanie, um, it's our ministry. We have a Facebook page called God's Gospel Radio Ministry that you can uh, check out. We'd love for you to go on there, like our page, follow our page. Also, hop over on YouTube and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as uh make sure you hit the little bell so that you'll know when we come on and uh also we got this podcast here that you found us however you may be listening to us or watching us uh, we really do appreciate it um we ask that um if this has blessed you in any way um please let us know shoot us a message uh, leave us a comment on wherever you're listening to this podcast and uh, just let us know how much it's helped you. Uh, we put God first and foremost in everything we do. And uh, he is the reason why we do this podcast. And uh, he has given us a lot of things, um, especially over the past couple of years, Bill. He's given us a lot, has he not, to give the people and uh, have people to see uh, just how Satan and his henchmen uh, likes to play the game, so to speak. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the last several podcasts have been about Jeffrey Epstein in some fashion, whether he's directly being talked about or indirectly talked about, to uh, for him to pull off the things that he was able to. And for as long as he was able to, he had to have some of the biggest names in the game, as as you would say. Yeah, he most definitely did, and uh, and which is going to lead us right into what we're talking about today. Um, uh, really, I, I guess if I had to name this podcast, which I guess I need to name it, um, really we're going to be talking about the head of the snake of this operation 
of sex trafficking, child trafficking, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's all sick to me. It's sin. Uh, it's a way that Satan has used these uh, innocent children for many years, not just with Epstein, but going all the way back well before uh, probably history was even written. Uh, and I'm sure this type of thing has been going on for thousands of years. And uh, But we're going to be talking about today uh, some people directly linked to Jeffrey Epstein. And we're going to see who they are and 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 really bill where where they were involved at and how they got involved in really all of this sex trafficking business that epstein really had worked most of his life to achieve although uh it's really hard to know when it really started but we have a, a pretty good idea of of really how they, uh, you know, how he had worked himself into such a uh, high life, I guess you can say. He was living the high life. Uh, he wouldn't even talk to people unless they were a millionaire. And uh, that's, that's, that's a pretty... It's a pretty that's a pretty crazy statement, but that that he wouldn't he wouldn't even recognize you if you wasn't a millionaire. No, this is a this man was a a high, a high stakes pimp, basically. Best way I can put it was he uh, he provided services or service to whomever wanted it, but you had to have the proper amount of money. And a lot of his customers were millionaires, but he was in business with a lot of billionaires. Yeah, oh, most definitely. And this leads us right into um, where we're going to start here. And it actually, it comes from an Epstein victim, Bill, uh, Maria Farmer who, along with her younger sister, were the first to report Epstein to the FBI all the way back in 1996. Uh, now, this this uh, victim, Maria, and her sister, they made series of shocking allegations in a very lengthy interview with journalist Whitney Webb. You can actually go on informationliberation.com and you can search for this, and it's at the article is actually called Epstein's Victim Maria Farmer Calls Out Billionaire Les Wexner, the head of the snake in bombshell interview. This was this was released on April the 30th of this year, and um, they have part one of this phone call um, that has Maria absolutely just telling. Um, everything telling the journalist Whitney Webb everything. Uh, but here, here's kind of some things, Bill Farmer. She accused the FBI even of covering for Epstein and being in on it with him, and said she thinks that the pro-Israel billionaire Les Wexner is the head of the snake when it comes to the Epstein Network's operation in America. Now, um, we also know that um this guy 
Les Wexner. Um, and I guess really, Bill, we should just tell him who he is. Uh, for the ones that don't know it, I'll kind of give him a brief and let you take on it too. But let me give you a brief of who he is. Uh, Les Wexner, his real name is actually Leslie Herbert Wexner. Uh, he was born September the 8th, 1937. He is a billionaire businessman, the founder and chairman of the L Brands, formerly the Limited New, uh, Limited Brands. Now, Bill Wexner grew a business empire after starting the Limited, the clothing retailer with the restricted section of profitable items. And later, he expanded his holdings to include Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, Express, and even Bath & Body Works. And he has been a political independent since 2018. Ain't that amazing? Since 2018, he was an independent. Hmm. Wexner announced the sale of the majority stake of Victoria's Secret to Sycamore Partners, and he stepped down as the CEO of L Brands in February of 2020. Bill, Le Les Wexner really better is best known to be the dog over victoria's secret and abercrombie and fitch and bath and body works that's that's his biggest known uh businesses that he is known by now for the for the ones out there who don't understand why you brought up the fact that uh, the independence Republican, he was a Republican for so long up until 2018 that he'd become an independent. The reason that's significant, the reason why you pointed that out is because Trump, President Trump, has started going after these pedophilia rings. He started cracking down human trafficking. Well, it's been known for a while now that just like Maria Farmer accused the FBI of being in on such operations as this. Well, this man here is connected to Jeffrey Epstein, so it's no coincidence that he would change his political affiliation from Republican to Independent when Trump started really going after these operations. The FBI has been involved in pedophilia human trafficking for a long time now, and it's no secret. And when you start looking at the people that are connected with it, high-ranking officials and politicians of the United States government, including, some would say, the president, former presidents of the United States, it should come as no surprise that a man like this would make such a, a move or an announcement. Right. And, and I want to kind of just add in on his association with Jeffrey Epstein, which uh, Wexner actually had a very close uh, relationship, of course, or we wouldn't be talking about him, but he had a very close relationship with uh, the late Jeffrey Epstein, if you do believe he's dead. But it began all the way back in the 1980s and continued at at least uh, until at least 2007. Now, he was the primary billionaire client of Epstein a financier who had claimed to only work with clients with a net worth of $1 billion. So Epstein upped his game here. Uh, Epstein became Wexner's financial manager in 1987. And then Wexner purchased the New York property, the Herbert N. Strauss house, in 1989 and later transferred it to Epstein in the mid-1990s following his marriage. Now, back in July of 1991, 
Wexner granted Epstein power of attorney and also instated him as a trustee on the board of the Wexner Foundation. Now, if you notice, there's always these foundations that people get into that is very high up in child sex trafficking um, and human trafficking period. There's always a foundation such as, um, and I'm going to go quickly in and then uh, digress really quick, but the Clinton Foundation, right? Uh, So I'm going to digress from that. But Wexner had been accused of failing to take action when complaints were raised against Epstein, including after executives of L Brands reported in the mid-90s that Epstein was abusing his power and connection to Wexner by posing as a recruiter of Victoria's Secret models. Now, the artist Maria Farmer contacted local and federal authorities about an assault she allegedly endured by Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell while working as an artist in residence on Wexner's Ohio property in 1996. Now, within a year, Bill, of Farmer's complaint, the actress Alicia Arden filed a police report in Los Angeles detailing that Epstein had represented himself as a recruiter for Victoria's Secret prior to another alleged assault. So, we fast forward then in early 2006 where Epstein was charged in Florida with multiple counts of molestation and unlawful sexual activity with a minor. The New York Times, by the way, Bill, reported that it was 18 months after the charges were raised that Wexner cut his ties to Epstein. And then we can fast forward on into August of 2019. Uh, following Epstein's second incarceration and prior to the uh, to the latter's death, Wexner addressed the Wexner Foundation by written statement, delivering a detailed account of his dealings with Epstein, stating that his former financial advisor had mis uh, he, he had misappropriated vast sums of money from him and from his whole family. So Wexner reta- uh, retained services of criminal defense attorney, attorney Mary Jo White of the Bevoice and Plimpton. Uh, so Wexner faced additional pu- uh, public scrutiny in the late in late 2019 and again early this year in 2020. Basically, when a group of wrestlers who were who are survivors of the Ohio State University abuse scandal publicly called on state and federal officials to conduct further inquiry in Maria Farmer's allegations of sexual assault at the Wexner's property. The wrestlers called for accountability surrounding the Wexner's family involvement in Epstein's abuse and raised the issue of the continuing influence of Abigail and Leslie Wexner serving as the biggest and best known benefactors of the university because, of course, Less went to Ohio State University, but I just wanted to get that in, Bill. And I know we didn't talk about that before the program, but but Bill, this guy is very deep. I mean, you you can just start seeing the things fall in place. This guy was very deep in it with Epstein. If uh, you go to uh, February the first of twenty twenty, the New York Times does a scathing article, in depth investigation about about Wexner and his connections with some of the elites. But she, they talk about these, and there's uh, there's four different authors to this piece, 
and the New York Times. These people do a really good investigation here. It's not a political post or an opinion piece. should point that out. But they talk about the culture of misogyny inside of Victoria's Secret, which is important because uh, these people, they're typically known for their brands. They're typically not known by their names. But people are starting to see just how pervasive they could be and when I say pervasive I'm talking about in terms of politics but also in terms of what they're pushing these people were involved in very seriously human trafficking and pedophilia so we have to to look at these people and 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 what they were involved in completely the article talks about that these two powerful men presided over an entrenched culture of misogyny bullying and harassment according to interviews with more than 30 current and former executives employees contractors and models as well as court filings and other documents when, when this many people when they start coming out of the closets and start talking about what you were involved with you have to listen to them it's not one of those situations where people say well all women have to believe to be believed until Joe Biden is accused of wrongdoing, then they go away. We have to look at everyone involved, and especially now when all of these things are out in the out in the open, anyone and everyone can see this if you're willing to well open your eyes to it. Right, and you know, just to kind of mention one other um, person who has come out and really came out and said you know epstein did this i mean a very very well-known model she was a foreign-born model her name was nadia marshankova is that is that how you say that bill yes sir um she actually filed uh she filed an incident report uh at palm beach police department Back in 2005, they did an investigation, and DailyMail.com actually uh, obtained that, and they claim, and it claims that Epstein told at least one underage victim that uh, not, uh, Nadia was actually his Yugoslavian sex slave, mm. and it goes very deep, and and he bragged that he brought her into the United States to be his Yugoslavian sex slave. And uh, there's just there's so much that this guy has done, Bill. I mean, it's sickening for one. Uh, this guy has a lot, a lot of baggage. But I guess some of the craziest baggage that that we really come up with uh, in our study is knowing that he is very well, and I think most people should know this by now if they've done any homework. He is very well tied in with the clintons in a very deep way but but more so as we see les wexner um his name hasn't been brought up as much so i'm starting to think as we named this broadcast this podcast he is the head of the snake i believe this guy um he he's given more money than any into this so-called business well it, it it is a business it was then it still is a business these things are still going on 
And the, the more that celebrities come out and say, these things are real, the more that people are waking up. The Great Awakening is something that's happening right now, right. which is to go back to Wexner and him changing his political affiliation. Of course, he's going to go against the one that's leading the fight. President Trump is a Republican. It's interesting that Wexner is no longer identified as a Republican. But going back to that piece from February of 2020 in the New York Times, it defines Victoria's Secret as defining femininity for millions of women. And it's important that you brought out the international movement because if you were a model and you in this magazine or as an angel, as they label them, you're all but guaranteed international stardom. This article discusses or is defined as angels in hell, and it discusses the culture of misogyny inside Victoria's Secret. That's important because to, in order for Jeffrey Epstein to, to get the women that he needed or young girls that he was in search of, he has to have the right connections. He, he had to have the right connections. And Victoria's Secret was just one spot for him to, to get these women, to get these girls. Man, and, and, you know, it, it is exactly. I mean, what teenage girl that uh, has went through modeling through their young life so i mean they look to be a model right i mean and for this guy to look at a, a young little girl knowing knowing his mind now knowing how his mind worked um because there is report there is reports that's been released now that goes very deep and i've really thought about it and i really don't want to read it on air because it is very graphic uh, that Maria actually um, had stated in this phone call. Um, you can actually just type, you can go in Google and search Maria Farmer um, telephone call, and there's two parts of it. As of right now, I think they've only released the first part, but the second part should be coming very soon. But it goes very deep to the point to where uh she is brought in the first time to give him a massage bill and asked him if he was and basically him basically he asked her if he if she knew what circumcised was or non-circumcised was so just to kind of briefly state it's a very very deep it's very graphic very graphic it's very deep um and and if you're like me, I had to listen to a little bit of it and then pause it and listen. Because for me, uh, this stuff, man, I tell you, I, the thought of something like this happening to my daughter, it just, it, it hurts. And, um, and, and I pray to God that nothing ever, ever happens to anyone's daughter ever again. But the sad part is, is while we're, doing this podcast bill there's a poor little girl or little boy out there being done exactly like this um because this this is a huge business and um it's very very sickening but i want to bring up if you really want to know who could have blew the whole cover of this bill who could have really shook up uh the sex trafficking world and not only that but i believe the political world 
is a guy by the name of Andy Stewart, who Maria actually brings up in her interview with uh, Whitney Webb. But this guy was thought to be the holy grail of information. He was a chef, by the way. Uh, he died suddenly, April the 7th. Uh, supposedly had died peacefully in his sleep. He, um, he was 62 years old. He lived in Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, I believe it was. But um, he was the corporate chef of Fustini's Oils and Vinegars in downtown Holland where he taught cooking classes. And um, he was also in the Holland Area Farmer's Market Chef Series. But he died suddenly on April 7th. And, and Bill, it, we can say coincidence if we want. But, Bill, there's been so, too many coincidences, and Maria actually uh, goes in her phone call and talks about this. And, uh, you know, it's really, it's it's sad because it seems like even when Epstein was in prison, Bill, he had made the decision that he was finally just going to come clean. He was just going to let it all out. And what happened to Epstein? Epstein was killed. I'm sorry, he did not kill himself. Uh, and, and I understand that many people says, well, that's your opinion. But if he's dead, he did not kill himself. Even his lawyers who had spoken to him the day of, okay, stated that he was in good spirits. He was going to come clean. He was going to release information and not just information he was going to release information with names oh absolutely and uh just the circumstance that surrounded jeffrey epstein how 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 all these things that just had to happen for him to to be killed and and for for the for the people who did it not to be recognized or identified the police falling asleep the 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 videotape releasing. He was supposed to be on suicide watch, but then he was taken off of it. All these things just had to fall in together. Kind of reminds me of, and part of the analogy, if it's not a very good one, but in 2016, when everything had to just fall into the right place for Trump to win the election, and everything that had to happen did happen. Everything fell into the right place. And it's kind of like with this guy here. He's called the Holy Grail. And Mr. Stewart, as from Miss Farmer, he was called the Holy Grail. And it, and and not only was he called the Holy Grail, Bill, but but as Whitney Webb said, um, he had tons of damning info on Epstein and Company. Basically, the whole networks operation in America, he could have took down. And oh, absolutely. It, it, it's, um, you know, so do you believe in coincidences? Yes, I do believe in coincidences. But but Whitney Webb went on to say this. She says, there's some things Maria discusses in this phone call where, uh, and, and here's some of them, uh, seeing preparations for the then President Clinton visiting Epstein and Maxwell, all employees, including Maria, were asked to leave the premises before his arrival. And then, not only that, but Ivana Trump ties with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. And this is Ivana, who is President Trump's 
ex-wife and not to be yes not not ivanka but but ivana not ivanka not his daughter not it's his ex-wife and there's a reason why it's his ex-wife and when you dive into the ties with gislaine maxwell i think you'll see uh that but maria's horrifying experience at leslie wexner's house all that's in that phone call and uh if i can if i can i will try to get that um that link copied to the uh, program the podcast notes and uh let you click straight in there and hear part one of that phone call go ahead bill now when you start connecting the dots some people believe maybe even many people believe that all these things are just coincidences that they all fell into the right place at the right time now when you start connecting the dots, you see that it draws an ugly picture, and it really does. And it drew an ugly picture for Epstein. He was going to spill the beans, not because he was a good guy and he was tired of living such a lifestyle, because he knew that the the hammer was about to be dropped on him. And I've said this different times on The Seat of a Nation, the podcast, as well as our as our our show on Saturday nights that Cindy McCain has said that we all knew about Epstein, but no one in the legal field would challenge him. And there's a reason why, because he had all these connections. You cannot uh, put on a show for this long without the right connections. And sadly, this was a show. You, you called it a business earlier and this was his business. The, the, uh, the businesses in order to have a business you have to have a service to provide now the service that he provide or provided was an immoral one as we know mm-hmm. but you know, you know sex is one of the oldest professions in the world if not the oldest and that's unfortunate but that goes back to the beginning of time but when we think about a business this is something that is for profits he was making a lot of money at the hands or the fate of young girls and boys, mostly girls, but boys were involved. And this is sadistic. This is how Satan works. He takes a profession like sex. Most people love sex. They want it so much that they're willing to get it at any means necessary. And they and these people, these elites come to this man, came to this man for so long, and they got what they needed. And... Well, and this letter here, or this interview, was in graphic detail. If you want to read, go and read this interview. But by no means are men like Epstein and Chef Andy to be, or to have sympathy with these men. Because although they provided a need for these people, it was an immoral one. Now, who are we to say what's immoral and what's immoral? Well, when you're destroying the lives of innocent children then it's immoral yeah and i i want to i want to mention something as well sussex archive which is sussex uh uh, england um had put a uh at sussex underscore archive um back on july the 9th 2019 at 12 18 p.m if you want to go search this out they posted a picture of prince andrew and he's pictured with Virginia Roberts, one of Epstein's victims. Uh, the lady in the back is Epstein's uh, ex-girlfriend, or, or, um, or 
she was hoping really his girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell was said to be one that procured the girls. That she was the one that went and got them and talked to them. But she's pictured in the back uh, behind Prince Andrew and Virginia Roberts, who was dressed in a very beautiful outfit and she's a very she was a very attractive teenager um but she um uh, th- this picture's here now why would prince andrew be in this home with this girl with Ghislaine maxwell in the background uh and and him not be a part of this as well uh we can go into so many different areas bill and we've 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 went through a lot of podcasts talking about these things uh and i just want to mention this epstein's pals included heads of states entrepreneurs academics and research scientists celebrities numerous and beautiful women women notably Ghislaine maxwell the daughter of media mo- uh, mogul robert maxwell uh robert maxwell head of the mirror group newspapers was alleged to be uh basically a Mossad agent by Seymour Hirsch back in, in back in 1991 book on Israel's nuclear program, the Samson option. Um, Maxwell denied the charge, sued Hirsch for libel, but he died in November 91, and the suit died with him. Hirsch uh, countersued and eventually received an apology and a settlement. Now, this has led to the speculation that Ghislaine Maxwell had has uh Mossad connections as well so she was instrumental in the procuring young girls for epstein in a constant supply for his use her own use and for loans to others now according to uh really a testimony of several of the girls that were involved they not only surfaced epstein and maxwell but also their associates including prince andrew Alan Dershowitz, and other very powerful players, folks. The girls were asked to bring back reports on their liaisons, and they were sometimes filmed with hidden cameras. Now, these look like high-end blackmail operations, with Epstein and Maxwell skimming sex off off the top of their own sick pleasure. Virginia Roberts, by the way, who is now married and using the name Virginia Guffrey, she filed an affidavit back in 2015 bill claiming that Glislaine Maxwell recruited her in 1999 at the age of 15 while she had a summer job at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Guffrey spent four years as Epstein's sex slave and was also pimped out to Prince Andrews and Dershowitz, although both have strenuously denied the charges. But Bill, as, we, as I mentioned we could go so much deeper into this but i'm really hoping what this podcast does more than anything and what we've talked about in our first few podcasts dealing with this whole situation with epstein i really hope this gets people to do their own homework i do as well and uh you were talking earlier you asked a question about who could bring all this down and talking about chef andy well, there is a man, another man that is bringing the hammer down. That's President Trump, who has in the last few days said that he has a real opportunity to, to, to take apart or destroy the deep state. 
And when he says the deep state, the shadow government, whichever you want to refer to it as, it's the same thing. Kennedy talked about doing away with the shadow government. His head was blown off. Now, say what you want to about Kennedy. The man had his problems. Uh, he had his health problems, but he was also a womanizer. But we know that Kennedy, in terms of having the best interests of America at heart, was was one of the most loyal patriots the country's ever known. Trump is really exposing these people for what they truly believe. And you're talking about bringing them down, bringing them to justice. Well, their time is coming. Epstein's time was up. His time was coming. They knew it. That's why he was spilling the beans. But before he could do so, they offed him, just like they did Chef Andy. I don't buy into that he died in his sleep. I'm sure it's like most people. He died peacefully in his sleep, surrounded by his loved ones. You know that same old worn-out line that you read in obituaries? I'm sure it was similar to that for him without the added facts of this case. Be it as it may, though, these people, they know their time's coming, and it's only a matter of time before we talk about how justice was served. Yep, I, I completely agree. And Can I uh, add one thing? Can yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Now, justice may never be served for those who have come before. These, these young girls, these young boys who committed suicide or never left uh, Epstein's Island or his plane, who, who never come back home. The ones that were still there or that are buried on that island. Justice will never be served for these people because, well, Epstein's dead. He's roasting in hell right now. And, and that may sound ju judgmental, but uh, uh, someone like this, a man like this, a man of this character knows no God. I mean, he is his own God. He's lucid for himself. But uh, I, I do hope and I do pray that each and every child that was a part of such operations as this, that was... In, uh, in cooperation with the FBI and the CIA and so forth, that each of these children do find some type of peace in their life if they are still alive. And the ones that are not, I hope that Christ is taking care of them as we speak. Well, and I'm not saying any of them will ever listen to our podcast, but if one does by chance so happen to come across this podcast, just the point just this one thing that that you have that you have been given the strength by God to let people hear your story, your truth, that you have uh, went through, that you have lived through. Um, I think for a lot of them, that Bill, this may very well be a, a type of closure. Um, but I think what would help even more is for the people to believe them and to trust that what they're saying is true. Uh, there's a lot of media members that that would want you to think the opposite, want you to think they're lying because uh, they are actually not only taking down uh, what Epstein has built up, but it's taken down the people that were involved with them. Yes, they may not have true, um, they, they may not be ran through a trial, 
they may not be sent to prison for life or years to come. But the great judge, the one and only judge, uh, none other than Jesus Christ himself, who they will have to face one day. Uh, listen, just because somebody's dead physically, they're not dead spiritually. Let me just say that again. Just because they are dead physically does not mean they're really dead spiritually because we are an eternal being and where are you going to spend eternity um we hope that programs like this and many others will um not only get you to do your own homework and to dive in and to really understand what's going on in the world other than just listening to people but to truly dive in get true facts and we're talking about not so-called facts that's fake that's been made up but we're talking about true facts do away with the mainstream media all the way across the board you need to get into the people who really want you to hear the truth want you to know the truth and the opinionated news that we have on cable tv today is not true news it's it's all a show it's all about the ratings uh i always say bill usually truth brings in the high ratings which i think that's why we see hannity and a couple of others who has very high rating uh tucker carlson is because they bring out the truth but they are posted under opinionated news um but the thing about all this is is just do away with all the mainstream media and dive in and research yourself and see what you come up with. We hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. We hope that the past podcasts where we've dealt with Epstein and the things around him um, has, has been some of help to you to embark on your own journey in researching in the lives of these sick immoral pathetic people um the next few pro bo- excuse me podcasts that we're going to be doing we're going to be talking about the uh, all these coronavirus um medications and uh, um but more so what bill gates is diving into what is he really trying to do bill with all of these i mean look we already have some we got flu shots we got all these other types of shots that we can get but what about mandated just because something says mandated or you must have to have it does not mean it's good just uh, they push these things through and we won't get into it right now because right. we're running out of time but i want to tell you something the, the government is, is notorious for pushing things through that are not tested, or if they have been tested, they're not good for you, which is why that warning label is on the side of that. But just be, called, just be careful of what they're pushing. Anytime they say you must have this, you have to wonder what is their real agenda. That's right. And, you know, just like a guy we talked about earlier tonight, Alan Dershowitz, he was actually one that came out and said that, uh, hey, 
the Bible, if if you uh, you aren't reading the Bible correctly, you're you're misinterpreting it like the devil. If uh, if you don't think uh, mandatory vaccinations is right so we'll talk about that and many more things on podcasts coming up you don't want to miss them we thank you so much for joining us don't forget our website godsgospelministry.com also over on facebook god's gospel radio ministry uh and also over on youtube and periscope you can check us out there also check out some of our other programs bobby with the bobby lynn program great southern gospel music and a powerful anointed man of god also we've got jeff powers who does love lights the way broadcast we also have um who else we got bill we got so many good programs out uh um, danny ray danny ray brother danny ray uh, and pam ray and their daughter victoria they do Toby. yeah they do a great program who else bill cody yes brother cody oh man he's a preacher and a half you can watch all those videos on any of our platforms youtube facebook periscope and uh, we'd really appreciate it folks again we thank you for joining us for the seat of a nation podcast and thank you for joining also to us right here wherever you're downloading your favorite podcast and next time you don't want to miss it so why don't you go ahead and subscribe to our podcast so that you'll know when our next program comes up thank you for joining us for the Nation podcast